Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Fuels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Camille. Today's episode is a Bible study on chapter 14 of the book of John. If you haven't checked out the previous chapters, I have all of my Bible studies and study guides included on my Facebook group. It's called Faith Fuels My Fire. You can go on Facebook and type in the search bar, Faith Fuels My Fire, or I'll also have it linked in the show notes here. Just click on that link, request to be in the group. Once you're added in the group, you'll go on the units tab and you'll see all of my previous Bible studies and the study guides included. All right, so before we get into this Bible study, I did want to say a quick prayer. So if you would, please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now. Please give us knowledge and understanding to know exactly what it is that we're reading and how to implement it in our daily life. Lord, work through us to make an impact in other people's lives and use us as a vessel for your work. Open up our eyes to see the truth of your words and our hearts to be receptive to all the things and all the love that you are pouring out to us. I love you with my whole heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Alright, so without further ado, let's get into this Bible study. I'm just going to start at verse 1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house, there are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you... I will come back and take you to be with me so that you may also be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, Don't you know me, Philip? Even after I have been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you are not just my own. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the miracles themselves. I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So here in verses 1 through 4, Jesus is comforting his disciples. In the Bible study we just did on part 2 of chapter 13, he told them that he would only be there a little while longer, and that where he was going, they couldn't come. But in these verses here, in verses 1 through 4, he said he's going there to prepare a place for them. So Jesus is going back to heaven, and he's preparing a place for his disciples. So whenever he comes back, he's going to take all of his people with him. And he told them that they knew the way to the place that he was going. But Thomas said that they didn't even know where he was going. So how would they know the way? And verse 6, you've probably heard me say this verse a lot of times because it's one of my favorite Bible verses ever because it's so true. He says that he's the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through him. So they know the way because they know Jesus. He is the way. And he told them that from now on, they know 
God the Father, and they've seen him because they knew Jesus. And God the Father is in God the Son, and God the Son is also in God the Father. And that's what he says in verse 10. And then also, through verses 9 through 14, he's showing that he's fully submitted to the will of God, and everything he does isn't on his own, but it's for the work of God the Father. And he says that if anyone has faith in him, they'll do what he's been doing. And what has he been doing? He's been showing love to others. He's been healing the broken and the wounded, showing pure sacrificial love. He washed his disciples' feet. He comforts outcasts. He lives a sinless life, which we're sinners, we're humans, we're never going to be able to live a sinless life. But as disciples of Jesus Christ, we will seek to follow him and live as he lived. And then in verse 13 and 14, he says that he'll do whatever they ask in his name. And so that's why whenever we pray, we always say in Jesus' name, because that's what he says here. Whatever you ask in my name, I will do, so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. So that's one reason why we pray and we always say in Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to continue reading starting at verse 15. If you love me, you will obey what I command, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day you will realize that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by the Father, and I too will love him and show myself to him. So I'm just going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verses 16 through 17, he's speaking of the Holy Spirit that is in us once we're saved and we ask Jesus Christ to come into our hearts and forgive us of our sins, the Holy Spirit lives within us and he shows us truth and helps us and guides us. And in verse 18, when he says that he will come to them, he means the second resurrection whenever he comes down to take all of his people back with him. And then in verse 19, he's speaking of his crucifixion and his resurrection He's going to go back to heaven and the world's not going to see him, but they're still going to see him because they have eternal life through him. And us as Christians, as disciples of Christ, we have eternal life through him. So we're going to see him again. And then in verse 21, he says that whoever obeys his commands loves him and they will also be loved by God the Father and Jesus will love them also and show his love to them. So we as Christians, we have disciples of Jesus Christ that love Jesus, have to obey his commands. And his commands are right here in this Bible, in his words. I'm going to continue reading at verse 22. Then Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said, But Lord, why must you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus replied, If anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My father will love him and he will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. 
But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You heard me say, I am going away and I am coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not speak with you much longer, for the Prince of this world is coming. He has no hold on me. But the world must learn that I love the Father and that I do exactly what the Father has commanded me. Come now, let us leave. Alright, so those are all the verses of chapter 14, but I'm going to discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verse 22, Judas was asking why Jesus intended to show himself to them, but not to the world. And then in verses 23 through 24, he responded by saying that if anyone loves him, they will obey his teaching. And that the Father will also love them, and they will come to them and make their home with them. So whenever we love Jesus and we're disciples of Jesus Christ, we obey his teaching and we have love from God the Father and a home in heaven with them. But the ones that are of this world, the worldly people that don't love Jesus, won't obey his teaching. And he says that the words that they hear are not on his own, but they belong to God the Father. And then in verses 25 through 26, he says that the Holy Spirit, who the Father sends in his name, is going to teach them and also teach us as disciples of Christ that have the Holy Spirit within us all things. And the Holy Spirit's going to remind us of everything that Jesus said. So when we have the Holy Spirit within us and we have the fruit of the Spirit, we have to seek truth and guidance from the Holy Spirit and also ask God to reveal the fruit of the Spirit in our hearts. And then in verse 27, the peace that Jesus gives us, peace that only comes from him, is true inner peace that we can't get of this world, of temporary things, of worldly things. We can only get this peace through him. And then in verses 28 through 31, he told them that if they loved him, they'd be glad that he was going to the Father because the Father's greater than him and that he's told them now before it happens so that when it does happen, they'll believe. So after his crucifixion and his resurrection, he goes back to heaven. And once that happens, they will know all the things that he said and they'll believe. And what he says in verses 30 through 31, again, he's showing that he's fully submitted to the will of God the Father and that he does whatever the Father commands him to do. Just like we as disciples of Jesus Christ should do whatever Jesus commands us to do. Alright, so that concludes our Bible study on chapter 14 of the book of John. I love you guys so much. I'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys!